time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host, it's the motherfucking mouse, TJ Bowser, and joining me today is your dark lure of knowledge, Chad Christman. What's up, bitches? And the cuddly and fluffy, Big Johnny D. What's up, Gorehounds? And no Bobby. No, no Bobby Officer yeah. Bob. Yeah, we'll address Officer that Bob's right got, He's got school work, buddy. Yes. Detective work, one could say. Correct. Detect- yes. Yes. <laughs> he's got work. Yeah. He is out uh, protecting and serving and protecting us from uh, terrible remakes. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice. so today we got a banger of an episode for you today with 2000's final destination but as always you know what time it is it's time for your science life big johnny d what did you do oh let's see sir well it was a cold week i can't speak mm. for you gentlemen but it's been very fucking cold oh, yeah so uh i enjoyed myself inside played a lot of switch this weekend with the daughter uh rocking some donkey kong freeze um but unbeknownst to me in the Oh, Jesus. 13 years I've been with my wife. She's never played original fucking Mario, like Super Mario Brothers. Really? Old school Nintendo. Yeah. So I had me and my daughter were playing Super Mario All-Stars version of Super Mario Brothers because they have that also on the Switch, I'm sure, as TJ knows. And just because I like that version because it's cleaned up. Are we talking about the uh, emulator? Like the Yes, on the the, uh, Nintendo Online emulators. Yeah, whatever you get. Those are so cool. If you have the Nintendo Online uh, subscription, you get that for free. Correct. And so you get NES and Super NES, and they're always updating them and shit like that. Well, they put on Super Mario All-Stars for the 35th anniversary of Mario on the Super Nintendo. I It was one of my first games I ever had as a Super Nintendo when I bought the system myself. So I always loved it. So the daughter's playing, and the wife's like, what's this Mario? I'm like, it's, it's classic Mario. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's classic Mario. It's just was updated for Super Nintendo when Super Mario came out. It just helped sell it, blah, blah, blah. Dude, so she... It just blew my mind. Never has played it That's ever. Crazy. Right. She started with Super Mario World and I was just like, how? Like you don't have you didn't have any friends or anybody that had classic fucking Mario that you never so we grinded on that nice and hard this weekend. And I gotta say it was awesome. We uh we played both ver- both eh, both versions on NES and Super Nintendo just to get the different, you know, feel for it and everything. Um as I mentioned to you gentlemen earlier, I've been falling really deep down a Sasquatch uh, rabbit hole, man. I've just been going down the cryptids like hard, dude. It just <laughs> gets me out of politics and all the other bullshit. And uh, dude, I've been so because of that, I've also been kind of on. I kind of blame TJ for this because it all kind of started when I watched Primal Rage. <laughs> but I watched another Bigfoot movie this weekend that you guys I kind of want you to check out. It's wasn't amazing. I'm not going to say that it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible either. And it's called Big Legend. Big Legend. And Big Legend. It's actually like free on Tubi and shit. It's, it, like I said, it wasn't bad. And it do crazy ending. I did not expect out of anywhere. No rape. No rape in this one. Good. No, good, no good, Sasquatch good. rape. So that's always a plus. <laughs> hey, that's, that's that's absolutely always a plus. Uh <laughs> very clean movie. You know, nothing like nothing like crazy to write. Well, I think uh, subtracting Sasquatch rape from the story automatically makes it cleaner. 
Uh, that is very yeah. true. Yeah. Big legend is what I call my day. I don't <laughs> deny that for, I, I believe that. And that is the, for the Brody Kane, by the way, other than that, man, uh, I watched this movie. I didn't get the uh, five pack like Chad did. However, I did order it. So it's on its nice. way. Nice. Well, I figure we're probably going to end up doing the sequel. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind the first two movies and I've never watched the last three. So fuck it. This, this, this was all new to me And it. And the funny thing is like, we just happened to be out. I, actually, I'll get onto that when I do. My yeah, yeah, no, but and you know what? Let's let's trade it over to you, buddy. I'm pretty much done. So how was your week, bud? Uh, it wasn't bad, you know, work as usual. And this weekend, I helped the in-laws start to put up some walls in the basement. We're going to get that finished. Then I got to take my little wife out to dinner, which nice. is rare for us to go out without no kids. And then we went around shopping. And this is so friggin' weird. Like, we went to the mall at like okay. 8 o'clock, and everything is closing. Like, the whole mall, the stores are closing at 8 o'clock on a Saturday. That's the world of COVID, bro. I guess so. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, oh, I understand, good. Dude. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So we uh, we went to Walmart and got everything we needed, and yeah, that's when I said, you know, I'm gonna see if they have Final Destination here. And so I looked it up on the app. Apologize for that. <laughs> but now I looked it up on the app and it says it has limited stock. So I went to look on the shelf, and it was nowhere to be seen. There's not even a space for it, but there's a bin right there in front of it. I'm mm. like, maybe it's in in here because there's some multi packs, and I found one copy. I'm like, I am getting this. My wife's like, yeah, good. Nice. She wanted, she really wanted to see these too. So ten bucks, five movies, can't argue with that. And the quality is actually video, not bad. Speaking of quality, is my video okay, bro? You're like clean as fuck. Oh, yeah. okay. It's you can definitely you can tell the video quality between yours to mine to Chad's, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I well, I'm just sitting in a dark room too. Yeah. True, and I have like fucking lights literally you guys can't see it. everything's just out of frame but uh, <laughs> uh except for that sweet sweet yeah. light right above your head i have oh yeah it's, uh, it's strategically, strategically placed so it's mm. not to uh, offend anyone but yeah. uh, I, i'm getting a red bar which is why i ask Ooh. but i did my speed test and we're getting over 500 megs a second so it makes no sense so like oh, and everything was clean as shit and the audio okay. sounds clear as hell dude damn you restream damn yeah, you that's like, same, that's like the same thing that happened to me last week i was getting red bars and i was still on perfectly right. you guys damn, yo so let me weird. ask you uh about your little walmart trip real quick dude uh-huh by chance did you uh take a little gallivant over to the toy section at all yeah did you see the new aliens figures they dropped i did did you see the new predator figure they dropped well, yeah, they're right next to those. But you see the Predator has a movable mouth. Like, you push a uh, button on his back and his mouth, his mandibles move. Any AEW figures you spot yet? I no, didn't notice any. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Butler's been clean. Uh, somebody uh, knows about the shipment early and buys them immediately. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, oh, it's, it's toy, you got out. a toy monger. Oh, I hate See, that's how guys. I feel about the RGB shit in my area, dude. Like, I just can't get on that shit. Yeah, there's an eBay scalper somewhere near us because they go immediately. <laughs> and yeah, there's no reason that you need to buy. There's only five toys in the light wave. There's no reason why that that stock should be completely gone. Right. Like, instantaneously. Like, mm-hmm. no, let it hit the shelf. But what I was going to say is, so when I was there this weekend, I saw all the the purple queen aliens that i got they're on clearance mm-hmm. and they didn't have a uh actually i think they might have had a pink one not a purple one no 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 
So the new one is red and it actually makes okay, sounds it. and shit, dude, and lights yep. up at the same time. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's the same price as the purple one was. I'm like, yep. fuck you, dude. I'm pissed. Like, <laughs> I almost kind of want to get it, but I'm like, I already have a queen. Like, I don't... but the new ones they brought out, dude, they're like more of the OG single pack ones back in the day. They're bigger. They're a little bit like they're a lot. Yeah, they're, 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 more, hey. they're, more they're like oh, a step, they're like they're like a step below NECA. That's how good they look. I would like agree. And what is up, Mr. Robo? Robo. There he is. Hey, and guess what? Yeah, another one. Yeah, hey, my wife. Yeah. One of us. <laughs> Listen, oh, I know women in their toys, and you know what? They, they're just different toys. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, what else you been doing, buddy? Oh shit! What else? Uh, son. Oh, okay. So here's how weird adult life is, and I'm sure you guys can re- relate to this, especially Ooh. you, John, doing all okay. the new renovations. Uh, the wife went to uh, Sam's Club with her mom yesterday. All right. So when she comes back, she's like, get your shoes on and come out here. I got to show you something. She's like, you're going to love it. Like, you didn't buy another arcade game, did you? She's like, no, it's better. Like a new TV. Better than no, a new better. arcade. She's like, no, it's better. I'm like, a PS5. She's like, no, better. I'm like, okay, what the fuck's going to be better than a new PS5? So go out there and take one guess at what she bought. That's better than a PS5. And I got to ask, would you agree? Uh, maybe. And it I wasn't a TV. She bought us a brand new shitter. Ah! <laughs> I was going to be a dick and make a really like oh, stupid dude, joke. It's, but it's a really, it's a really nice one. It is a really nice one, and we really need one because we have hard water and we have all this built up inside it that we can't get rid of. Oh, so you got that fucking like copper stain shit, right, dude? Mm-hmm. Have you ever looked at one of those water softeners? Wait, the inside of your balls copper stained? No, 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 no. It's not copper stain. Oh, it has like lime okay, build up inside. It's like a calcium build up or something. Well, yeah, yeah, it's a calcium, but it's yeah. like a copperish color. I'm sorry. It's, yeah, it's kind of, like, yeah. I mean, I know like some CRL and some hard elbow grease takes that shit off, but it definitely like. Not you know, when it's all the way up inside everything. It's, right. it's impossible. So, so let me ask you, dude, and not to get into the whole like, what's up, Jan? Uh, not to get into the whole like weird thing, but did you get the uh, elevated, elongated? I have no idea. I'd have to take a look. I don't think oh, it you, is. Oh, oh, you would know. I don't think it's elevated. You would know. Think, you would no, see that. It it like, it's oh. not installed yet. It won't get. Uh, her dad's going to install it Thursday while I'm at work. Dude, I was going to say, if you got one of those new skull toilets that I keep seeing going around online, that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm expecting TJ Ghoulies to get one in the background right now, anytime. Like, ghoulies <laughs> or nothing. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. Dude. But yeah, like I said, you can probably relate, especially how weird adult life is when you get excited about a toilet. No, it. Yeah, see, I didn't put myself in adult life stuff. I was still kind of in toy and like game stuff, but right. I don't. Is it better than a PS5? I mean, obviously, it's going to take care of more things than a PS5 is going to take care. Trust me, if you if you knew all the problems we have with this toilet, where it doesn't flush for anything. Fair you enough. Almost punch it every time. Yeah. Ooh, it's that's it's bad. Good. That's never good. Uh, yo. Yes. Scuba Steve, explain for this spot. Yeah. I, I. That's how I felt with my air fryer, dude. Just, I can sympathize like, with both of you. They're both amazing yeah. things. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. So what else you got, buddy? Or what else did you? No, nah, that's that's pretty much about it. TJ, how about you, brother? Oh, okay. So <laughs> I caught off guard think there. about it for a second. He was uh, like, who, me? What? <laughs> As I say every week, podcasts here, podcasts there, podcasts everywhere. Yes, uh, it was Saturday. I did a podcast with my friend Drew. 
uh, he is, used to run Radio Haver. That would be the podcast. That would be the actually the podcast radio station in Scotland, in which we were the number one rated uh, podcast network on for what was it, twenty four weeks straight or something like that. Oh, nice. Uh, we you could probably contribute like attribute Drew's uh, network to our uh, foothold in the European iTunes charts. So uh, thank you, Drew, for everything that you've done for Project Louder and will continue to do. And good luck. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I got hashtag vaccinated today. Did you? I did. No shit. Yeah. It, my arm hurts. It hurts a lot, but it's uh, it'll be okay. So he's, got some, he's got some weird hairs growing out of the injection shot. I'm sure it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Does it, uh, did it feel like a tetanus shot where it's like the deep? I didn't feel it at all. No, nice. Yeah. It's going pretty bad. Uh, and then I finally, after a month long battle, I acquired my Evil Dead tape recorder. <laughs> yeah. If you can't see it, that. Yeah. I uh, put up a post today on Facebook, but I'll kind of tell the story about it now. So about a month ago, Corey found what is that tape recorder back there. Uh, wasn't in the best of shape, but it said still works. I didn't fucking believe it, but I mean, it is what it is on eBay. So I put in a low ball bid like an asshole that I am. And the guy <laughs> said, no, he said, but I will do this price. So I immediately accepted and then he shipped it, but he shipped it to my old address an hour mm. away. <laughs> no. So after figuring out that my old address is now a business, I then really? contacted said business. So said business said, oh, that huge package. Yeah, I remember that one. We gave it to somebody. I said, what? He said, one of the couriers. We can't remember, though. Sorry about your luck. What? And I said, okay. So I kind of like swallowed my pride and kind of like dealt with it. And then I called my buddy who uh, was kind of tracking like the situation that was going on with this fucking thing. And I was like, hey, man, I was on the phone with them. Like, this is going on. This is going on. And then they call back and they're like, "Uh, we lied. Uh, We actually didn't give it away. The supervisor for that location has it at that location still. They'll bring it tomorrow. So I'm getting all excited. It's a Tuesday at this point. So they're like, stop by Wednesday morning and grab it. I said, okay, perfect. It'll be there waiting for you. So I get a, I get a call 8.30 Wednesday morning telling us that the guy forgot it in the back of his truck, the opposite direction that I need to go to go home. It would have made my trip like three hours. It was mm. just like fucking shitty. So you were just getting blue balled left and right. Yes. Out of this, man. <laughs> so Holy he said God. that, they will be back later that afternoon, but it will just be waiting in their lobby. So I said, you know what? I can wait till Friday and I'll call my buddy and he can go pick it up. Friday hits. He goes first thing in the morning, goes over and they, and they act like they're fucking stupid. Like they, he doesn't, they don't know what he's talking about. Like they, like he's a crazy person. Right. And then they're like, yeah, we don't know what you're talking about. So he, them not realizing that this guy used to be the boss of their CEO. So he fucking texts them. And is like, yo, this is what's going on. And he's like, I'll pencil you in. <laughs> no shit. So Monday happens and he, well, not Monday, but yeah, today happens. And he goes up first thing in the morning and there it is waiting in the front door. So the, I feel like they were going to fuck me around, 
and then the fact that we're going to show up i th- i feel like kind of prompted uh maybe that they yeah but uh for some reason somebody was feeling like an asshole that day and it's been a month since this thing's been shipped out and it finally got to me today and i spent a good 15 20 minutes cleaning it today and i took it apart and then put it back together but yeah did the box look like it was fucked with by chance? No, the box okay. was perfectly fine. It was actually double boxed because the guy I bought it from was super nice, and I think he understood what it was. Right, I'm not going right, to reveal right. the price. I don't care how much you guys bother me, Chad and AJ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a deal on it. Uh, maybe Oli Kaufman will know that. But uh, yeah, I have lots of plans for what I consider now my grail piece. It does work mm. 110%. I fucked with it today. I shared uh, a little video of it actually playing in the Project Louder chat today. And I kind of uh, also have the original microphone and hard case for it, so I can record things. Oh, nice. Dude. Yeah, so I do have an isolated mono track from Evil Dead 1 that I will be able to record on a fresh uh, set of tape whenever it gets here. But that tape will also have don't to play be... It. Able... Don't play it. Yeah, I shouldn't play it. <laughs> do especially, not play it. Especially with that book right there. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how shit goes wrong, dude. Absolutely, but yeah, that's the story about that. That's uh, damn, true. dude. I uh, well, I'm glad you got it though. I'm glad yes. it had a happy ending. It no was a, it was a yes. Speaking of happy endings, Ooh. let's get about let's uh, get on about this week's film. <laughs> oh, you know what? I got to say a quick tidbit. I did think about you this weekend, buddy, and you know why? Why? Because I went to a KFC Taco Bell hybrid. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, I got a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got some good old chicken tendies and I got uh, three crunchy tacos. Dan, I will not be buying a PlayStation 5. I PC just purchased better. at the beginning of this year and a very expensive uh, PC for the company. And mm. I'll be using that to game on. It will literally do everything I need to and then some. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. I honestly I've, don't even think I'm going to get one this year, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I th- I'd say just wait off, wait until uh, I say you wait wait until the bugs. Wait PS5 until they get the slim, slim dude. Yep. <laughs> Always wait for the slim. Chad will get like the, a real thin black sleek version Ooh. with like a high gloss, and it will run super quiet and be all solid state and be like Chad, be like I paid three hundred dollars for it. Awesome. See, that's what it'll be like. So I hope so. I haven't seen anything. So, I haven't seen anything so far that makes me just absolutely have to have a PS5 yet. There's no real exclusives that are worth getting. Ah, Resident Evil Five trailer dropped this week, along with the Kong versus Godzilla. So I'm going to take this time to plug our brother podcast, oh, or, or if you want to call them sister, uh, comics and kaiju's. They did a special bonus episode this week in lieu of their normal episode to talk about the Kong versus Godzilla trailer that dropped. And Dude. it is a good episode. Oh. It's an hour and 20 minute reaction video. And it is fucking awesome. They made I an hour. hour. I mean, yes. that's, I'm not saying that we couldn't do that either, bro. <laughs> but that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So are you telling me that they completely screwed up their schedule to do a reaction video? <laughs> I there's mean, just a camera. I mean, oh man, that because I everything written down. Now I'm going to have to rewrite it. I everything. could probably go on about a Snyder cut for a while, a while. I mean, especially a trailer. I'm sure my level of excitement, especially like Cameron's level, it, oh, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't hit their Cam- level. Cameron has but... a new name and he's trying to rebrand himself. So can you uh, call him by his, re- his new name? What do uh, we got? Double Chin Gai- Gaijin. 
Double chin gaijin. Yeah. <laughs> Double chin gaijin. All right. Double um, chin gaijin. Interesting. He changed his fucking Instagram name and everything. Did he really? Yes. He's fully right. embracing it. I was like, you got to brand yourself. He's like, fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah, full ham, That's dude. Hilarious. That's hilarious. I was like, it's perfect for your show. Double chin gaijin. I mean, dude, that's a T-shirt seller right there. Right? I told him like a, like a cartoon version of him with like a Japanese like a rising sun. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh man. Hey, somebody dude, on Twitch. What, what, is, what is this? What is this? Twitch what spam. Is this mad gamer. Or mad. maybe he's actually a viewer. It's very possible. We, we do have some followers now. on there. Uh, we're about halfway to affiliate. So, um, I will say, man, that trailer was. That's fine. That's great, dude. I watched it probably four times in a row. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Music could have been better. Music could have been better. I'll give yeah, you that. I that. I'll give you that. But I think what was going on in the trailer per se is so much the you know, still. I know it's, it's over, pretty. Uh, you, yeah. When you think about it, and you think about the older, particularly later '70s movies, that it pretty much gives away. Yeah, plot. but who cares? Right. Okay, so if you guys want to hear more about that, head on over okay. to projectlouder.net and check out the latest episode of Comics and Kaijus. So talking about episode 121 of the Gormore podcast, that is Final Destination from 2000, directed by James Wong, written by Glenn Morgan, James Wong, and Jeffrey Reddick, produced by Warren Zide, Craig, not Tyler Perry. Boom! <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Had to. <laughs> Starring Devin Sawa as Alex Browning, Ali Lar Larder as Clear Rivers. I thought it was Claire. Fuck Dude, me, right? I've been I, thinking it's been Claire it for Claire. 21 fucking years now. <laughs> That's Kerr Smith. And everything says Clear. Kerr Smith as Carter Horton. Kristen Cloak as Valerie Luton. Daniel Roebuck, a.k.a. the father of Tyler Roebuck, as Agent Ween. I hope so. <laughs> Roger Smith as Agent Shrek Chad Danella as Todd Wagner Sean Williams Scott as Billy Hitchcock aka every other role that he's ever played Tony Todd as William Bloodworth Blood, yeah that's right Bloodworth, yes. Amanda Dietmer, Dietmer as Terry Cheney Brendan Fair Fire as George Fair. Wagner Forbes Angus what a name as Larry Manure Manure, whatever. Manure. I like it. Music by Shirley Walker. Don't French it up, kid. It's manure. <laughs> <laughs> Cinematography by Robert McLaughlin. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a weird way to spell it. Edited it by James Koblenz. Distributed by New Line Cinema. Released March 17th, 2000. Runtime of 98 minutes. Budget twenty three million, grossed one hundred and twelve point nine. Wow, sweet million! They definitely made some bank on that, didn't they? Hey, Robo called us asshats, but he's not denying it. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, hey, got you to pop, brother. That's all oh, we need to do. We love you, Robo. Fuck gave us you, so that's all that matters. Chad, before we get into our videos from our absent fellas, uh, do you want to say the catchphrase? Roll that beautiful bean footage. Oh. I got this feeling. It's a weird feeling. The cabin starts to shake, right? And, and the, the left side blows up, and then the whole plane just explodes. The plane 
Ik ben gewoon! Ik ben gewoon! Ik ben gewoon! We get thrown off the plane, all because Brownie has a bad dream? I saw it. The plane! It's gonna blow up! It's gonna blow up! All 287 passengers are feared dead. Because of you, I'm still alive. In death, there are no accidents. again did you see todd die what if it was our time what if we were not meant to get on that plane what if there is a design that it's not finished by walking off the plane you're cheating death you have to figure out when it's coming back at you what do you got now knows which one of us is next. You have a responsibility to tell me. I knew I should have hit on Tammy in the pool that time. Don't let it happen, okay? Nobody has control over life and death unless they are taking lives and causing death. Now, can you promise me that no one else is going to die? I wonder if that domain's still available because I totally want that for us. So <laughs> can I just say right here, and I'm sure Chad noticed that maybe even TJ did. Okay, new line. Love your movies, but really the same music and sounds from Mortal Kombat that, for this trailer? What the fuck? 2000s new line cinema in a nutshell. Oh my god, dude. That literally I've, I if you closed your eyes and didn't listen to what they were saying, I'm like, Mortal Kombat? Like that I could literally hear the point. Oh did my I talk God, about watching? Did I talk about watching Mortal Kombat on here recently? Like OG, like ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe no. Uh, not that I recollect. What's up? Okay, I, I watched it. It was it was on one of the cable channels, and I turned it on. Oh. Wow, those effects do not hold up. First and foremost, I don't care. Secondly, Annihilation is way worse, and I still love it. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. But Scorpion yeah, Slayer, Reptile in '95 were bad. I don't care, oh, yeah, man. Linda still holds up just fine, but like the CGI does not. Well, because it's no. the only fucking practical thing in that film is Scorpion's right. Lair. Pretty much, yeah. That's the only thing Mick worked on. <laughs> that and Lyndon Ashby was a perfect fucking Johnny Cage, dude. Well, like Mick said, like, that movie was literally made uh, fight scene, fight scene, fight scene, and then they filmed uh, a story in between. And you know what? It was for kids just like me who was literally just eating that shit up like fucking cereal, dude. Like, yeah. oh my god, I remember when I rented that movie i watched it four times in a row just watch rewind watch rewind like i remember my parents came out they're like aren't you sick of that i was like no i'm like this is awesome like i wanted another tv so i could be playing on my super nintendo while watching at the same time (laughs) i saw i saw them both in the theater when i walked out of annihilation like what the fuck was that i didn't i never got to see them in theaters unfortunately so 
You know who I would like to see? Ooh, who would you like to see, Bobby? Sexy Brody oh. Kane. Ooh, little, no, little. we're going to see uh, from the uh, oh. Italian Stallion first. Yeah, Officer Bob. Ladies and gents, this is Bobby Moon of the Gormore Podcast. Unfortunately, I cannot join you tonight. So I send this little... Wow, listen to that low sensualness to his voice right, right now. It's a very fun... I thought he was going to like... It was very original for its time, and I find it to be innovative in a lot of ways, and really good, actually. So my thing for this movie is there were innovative kills... You know, the CGI was not so great, but... <laughs> I'm trying to think what know, Bobby could what sell right now, dude. It's still a fun like... movie. Yeah, have plenty of fun sequels, although not nearly as It's not so suave. <laughs> yeah, I'm dude, right? Like... Innovative kills, some repeats. And, and the good scene, man. Levels. But still a fun movie. I give this movie a 4.5 for my rating. And uh, I hope you guys all go check it out. And if not, if you haven't seen it already, although I'm pretty sure a good majority of us that watch the show, listen to this, and all of our banters have seen this. So it's a very fun show. Listen to us. And it's a very fun movie, so please go out and check it out. 4.5 for me. Listen to the rest of the boys talk about this. We'll kill you later. Bye. You know so, who Bobby's voice, here's who Bobby's voice that's who that reminds me of. Did you ever watch Airfly? What is it? Chad's it, cutting out here. His connections. Uh, I was going to say Chad's stroking out here. Yeah. So while Chad's stroking out, let's take a trip to the outback and hear from my doppelganger Kangabanger from down under. Wrote it. And my mates, it is your DKB here once again for another episode of Gone More. And this week, I'm here to give you my two cents on one of the greatest horror films from the late 90s, and that is Final Destination. Final Destination, you know, I'm actually a huge fan of this film. I remember seeing it as a kid and thought it was an incredible film for its time. You know, it was something original, fresh, different. But not only that, I love the creativity behind the kills in this film, you know, that setting up all that tension to deliver a blow, you know. It, you, you think it's going to lead in this direction, bang, it hits you from behind. You didn't see it coming, you know. Uh, and, the, and And it's... And, and, the, and it delivers on the gore. It delivers on the gore very much. I think. I think it overall is creative. But um, yeah, like what makes the film scary for me is the fact that uh, is actually knowing that when the time's up, you know, and the waiting game begins. Because if you know me as well as TJ knows me, you'll know that I am very impatient. So I'd be just like, right, death. Let's fucking do this. But inside, you know, it's definitely yeah one of those gems that had me glued to the TV from start to finish. Uh, you know, some people may agree with me on this, but I think it's an actually well-written and clever script. Um, you know, I like it was definitely something new for me, as I've said. Um, but even for its time, like the kills are creative. The kills are very creative and intriguing. And especially as we watch them unfold, you know, um, it's just that tension. I love it. I love it. And and, and the how how the scene plays out, on how these people die. You know, they're brutal scenes, very brutal scenes. And I'm all about that blood and gore. So yeah, it was good. Uh, I'm look. I'm not saying that it's a perfect horror film, but overall, it's it's a great watch for first time uh, viewers and horror fans. You know, um, there's just so much creativity in this universe and, um, well, hence the four sequels. And it's a successful franchise, you know. But in saying that, um, I'm probably going to have to give it a Goromor score of a uh, 
3.8. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 3.8. As I say, every time this film's on TV, on anything, Netflix, Stan, whatever, right. Sounds good. I will take time to watch this film. Brings back a lot of nostalgia, so... That's it for me this All week. Right, this is your DKB signing out. I hope you're having a great day or night, wherever you're from, and I shall catch you next week, my home skillets. Yeah. Woo. Thank Chad you, Daddy, Brody. coming up right now. Whoop. Chad, Chad Daddy is back. All right. Yeah, I refreshed it, and then everything was like – like I could see TJ and like half of John, and it was like all big. It was weird looking. I'd hmm. refresh to fix Google Chrome update eighty eight is not friendly to restream. Uh, it is recommending that you downgrade to eighty seven and then keep it there. Uh, that requires a bunch of bullshit, and I don't recommend doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, probably gotta get uh, some drivers and shit. Yep. So Me. moving on with this week's show, guys, what'd you feel? How'd you, how'd you feel about this film? I love it. I think it's uh, this and the second film are the stronger films of the series, and they kind of fall off drastic, drastically after this point. But uh, yeah, um, I like I said, I haven't seen. I don't. I feel like I've seen the beginning of the third one, but I don't. I'm gonna say I didn't really see it because I, I don't remember any of it. And I didn't see four or five. So the first two, yeah, I really enjoy The first one is great. I think it's... Uh, five ties in with this one. I've heard that. And so that's why I'm interested to get the five pack. Um, I'll take that journey. I don't give a shit. We did it with Trevor's. I'm, I ordered the seven pack as well. Nice. Yeah, you know, I was hoping they, they didn't have it on Blu-ray, though. That little pissed me off. Um, Anyways. You got to buy the Blu-ray six-pack and then the seven on. I know. I was thinking I still could do that. It hasn't sent yet. Um, Do that. Yeah, right. But no, this, I like, I enjoyed this movie. And it's, uh, it's one where sometimes, where a big screen movie could actually do it right. Or a big budget movie could do it right, I feel. Uh, A lot of times we'll give it shit on that, I feel, because... Sometimes there's just too many hands in the pot with too many producers. Shit gets fucked. And this one held it together, man. This was a good one. It kept my attention the whole time. I thought, uh, you know, Brody hit in the, hit the nail on the head. There were some things I do have questions for, but we were going to save them for later. Um, this is a hashtag over-processing as fuck movie. Yeah, and that's what I was kind of, I'm a kind of afraid of because it's just kind of like, no, nah, dude, you just can't. You so we'll try. Yeah, we'll yeah. try to hold ourselves back from getting too deep because then that will right. Because well, <laughs> it's very much a product of a product of its time too. So mm-hmm. I mean, oh, absolutely, dude. From the everything about it, uh, no nah, man, we got some gnarly kills, uh, even a little bit of gore, which you more than you would see in a AAA movie. I would say. I feel like, especially nowadays, I don't know, maybe not. This this is actually my first time watching it, and I was pretty. This is really? one of those movies I was. Yeah, no, I kind of always wanted to kind of see it, but never really got to, and just kept pushing it off. My wife was actually really excited to see this too. Like she was really. Normally, she's like, if I see a movie, she's like, no, you don't need that. She's like, yeah, I get that. She's like, I want to really? see these. So yeah. that's awesome, dude. You got two new ones for your two new ones for yourself in the last two weeks. Yeah, that's great. That's uh, but yeah, like, why, guys, was she, why was she super excited about it? If you don't it, it, like, she's actually starting to enjoy my scary movies more and more now. Yeah, yeah, she's been watching most of them with me. But she didn't. She kind of watched The Shining last week, but you know, halfway through, she came back and gave our youngest daughter a bubble bath. So she so she was interrupted. Okay. Yeah. 
Fire. Dude, so that means you guys haven't seen the second one. No. Okay. So if the first one intro scene scars you the way it scarred most it. people in the last 20. Okay. I've okay. <laughs> right. But like, you know what I mean? Like when you're taking it in the context of the, oh my God, dude, that first time you watch that shit, you will never ever fucking not think of that anytime you see a truck with fucking logs on the back dude it's like, it's like that meme that the, the meme where it's the log truck and there's like no traffic behind it and there's like a line of traffic oh yeah in dude. The, in the lane to the right you can says you can tell it's seen the final destination fucking dude but this movie is great man oh oh, oh, oh. can i announce a, a movie thing what do we got? Ooh. So uh, Vinegar Syndrome has been doing the thing where they update their banners and they tease future releases. Okay. So I think I mentioned on previous episode that I got uh, a box set from them called Forgotten Jally Volume 2. Uh, they teased Autopsy and Murder Mansion. So I think that there's going to be Forgotten Jally Volume 3 this year. Hmm. Ah. and i think those are two of the three films that will be a part of that series so those of you who are massive fans of italian genre films the way i am fucking check that out because these are uh long forgotten films i've heard of autopsy i've never heard of murder mansion Mm. i have i have not watched either because they're uh they haven't been had blu-ray releases and they're not really readily available in streaming so that's why it's important to buy these films when they become available in an effort for uh, film preservation and i mean honestly the experience itself seeing it almost transports you to a different time especially when you watch a bunch of these because they're all it's it's a whole new world when did those come out if you don't mind me asking uh probably mid to early 70s okay sounds about right yeah that's whenever the golden era argento jallo boom was going on similar to our slasher boom in the 80s right yeah which then just uh, kind of transferred into ours it it, it literally made its way to the u.s and by the time it made its way to the u.s it was friday the 13th so makes sense yeah oh john that reminds me a fair warning on the final destination five pack it is a bare bones release yeah so uh, i will explain to you uh, the, the tremors pack that he just bought is the Tremors attack pack and then the individual mm-hmm. discs from the from the uh, subsequent releases after that. So mm. there's nothing to fucking bonus features and it's just fucking repackaged discs in one case. Yeah, I was kind of hoping they would have like, maybe, I don't know. That's I why you I buy the pack, you buy individual cases and then you print out the fucking artwork and just make your own uh, individual cases of them. And there you go. I, I, I can tell you that the European artwork is fucking sick for all the for all the movies, and that's the one you. Should is that is that the anime style? Because I actually really enjoy that one. As all well. of them is like uh, the original Tremors artwork, but it's inverted to black and blue colors. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the thing in the distant ch- distance changes to the movies. Because because I'm sh- I'm sure you know the anime style one that I'm talking about, but like I feel like it gives it more of like a way more like kaiju effect kaiju esque look to it the one I, the box that i just got the tremors box set has that alternate artwork and it's fucking oh, massive yeah, it's nice awesome. hell yeah dude like i said i still got time to cancel maybe we'll, we'll have to talk after the show and uh, uh brandon lane just announced new unboxing video featuring mass by lance tonight at 7 p.m eastern standard time that'll be available over on the project louder homepage, and of course on the rants from the black lodge youtube page nice yeah so nice, nice. So uh shall we do the plot rundown, gentlemen? 
Yeah, let's do this. Uh, whose pick is this? Is this the this is actually Bobby's, and he is not here. So I can Wait. take over if you'd like or if you want to. Who's next week before we? That is, I'm next That's week. So why don't you do it, boss man? Yeah, go right ahead, sir. Death doesn't take no for an answer. Death is coming, and Alex Browning is cursed with knowing when, how, and where the Grim Reaper will take his next victim to the final destination. After boarding a plane to Europe with his fellow French club members, high school student Alex Browning is the premonition of the aircraft, exploding moments after takeoff, killing every person on board. Alex panics, insisting that everyone get off the plane, and the melee that ensues, seven people, including Alex, are forced to disembark, saving them from a fiery death when the plane explodes, as Alex foresaw. But as one by one, each of these seven who cheated fate meets an untimely end. Alex and his remaining friends band together to try to change destiny and outwit the untamable forces of death and Tony Todd. Oh. I'm sorry, I didn't know to call the typos. <laughs> and Tony Todd. Hey, when it's and properly Tony written, Todd. I can fucking cut a promo. <laughs> well, I can tell you what, when, when these things are written like last week, holy fuck. It is <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we already kind of discussed. I feel we all enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I couldn't even tell you how many times I've viewed this. I've definitely seen this a good handful of times. So. I might be with Brody, and I'm preferential to the second film. I would. Clear comes back in that film, I guess. Clear water. Yeah, she's the main. Yeah, she's like, uh, she locks herself in an insane asylum to stay alive. Yep. And uh, I don't know, man. I mean, this one is good, dude. Like the second one, I think the second one is the perfect sequel. I would say. Yeah. I can't. Re- I haven't seen it in so long. So when we watch it, I will say if I actually like it better. I guess we'll go by score. But yeah, man. Um, I think so- that we should stop after the second one, though. I agree. I well, think that certain franchises we should uh, hold ourselves back from. I mean, we all. I think we all said we were going to stop at three for any of them, for the most part, right? For the most part, yeah. Because I think, like, I. Because I think we decided that because we wanted to do Maniac Cop 3. And I think that's where like we ended. We're like, all right, we're going to end it with I think 3. Maniac, I think that and Alien 3 were the inspiration for this. And okay. Halloween 3. Okay, well, Halloween 3. Yeah. So. Like, we're, we're, it, we're actually, we're really pushing our limits watching Amityville 3 this year. Eh. That's a pretty bad one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we could always swap it out for uh, It's About Time. I'm just saying it. I was saying, just saying we could one. we could choose out of the 30 fucking movies that Amityville has. Yeah. Like would be great. I don't Again, care. It's about time was directed by Tony Rendell, who also did Hellraiser 2. So it's mm. not bad at all. all right. And of course, Listen, Bloody Disgusting agrees with me. So you know what? If I don't, <laughs> don't agree with us on everything, you know that. <laughs> as long as I don't get weird incestuous brother sister shit before the dude no. is asked, I'm good. <laughs> No, there's none of that. <laughs> all right. That's all that matters then. So, Chad, shall we take a peek behind that? Yeah, panel? okay. So, uh, I'll touch on this first. It's pretty well known that the story was originally the concept for an abandoned X-Files television script, which is in turn inspired by a movie called Soul Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> but it was inspired by another movie called Soul Survivor from 1984. Very similar storyline. Yeah. I can definitely see this being an X-Files episode, dude. Like, no, that, that I might be jumping the gun, but I would love to see this adapted into a TV series. Final Destination, yeah, I could see it being fleshed out over an entire season. Them trying to escape death, 
or even on a weekly basis. Ooh. You're going to be one person. Hmm. Or two people. You know what I mean? Like, if you keep it small, okay, you we'll, keep... we'll think about that. We'll talk about that more when it comes to the three R's. Okay. All right. So, uh, where was I? Uh, Kerr Smith and Sean William Scott took motion sickness pills before each plane crash take and were half asleep in these scenes. That's why they aren't shown close up very much. Do you have any, uh, do you have any notes on Devin Sawa's makeup? No, I don't. (laughs) Okay. So I said in the chat earlier that some of the earlier scenes in the film, again, I watched it in pretty fucking good clarity. And I just feel like this motherfucker had a lot of makeup on to cover up some pretty bad acne at the time. Yo, bro, he was only like 17, probably, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just saying it was extremely evident. Uh, that, uh, yeah. That's all. That's all. But you know what? I was just looking at that sweet, sweet, and I'm so guilty of it, dude. But the sweet fucking gelled, like, whew, <laughs> like straight up, like, yeah. Like, dude, like a fucking billboard spike. I, Even yeah. Stifler had overly gelled hair at least half the way through the movie. You know what? This is I. And I know TJ would obviously disagree because of what he said earlier, but I feel like this is like one of the only roles that he's not Stifler in. Bullshit. Yeah, he, was yeah, smi- he, bullshit. he was smiling at a funeral. That, he was smiling because he like served like because he's alive. But like he's that kid in high school, man, that like you never had a problem with him. But like he just tried to talk to anybody because nobody really talked to him. OK, yeah, he's he like was Stifler, he was- but at a five. No, 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 no. He's not. He's nothing. No, like Stifler's, Stifler's like Stifler's like the dickhead jock. This guy was just a yeah. doofus. Stifler's like I'm putting my dick on the table so everybody looks at me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, let's see the hog meat, Johnny. If you're gonna yeah, fucking right? talk about it, that's Bobby. <laughs> that's Bobby, dude. I got there ain't nothing over here. Um, not except for the sweet T-shirt I'm wearing. Uh, ad placement. Um, no, man. I I didn't think he was Stifler in this, dude. You like. Walking tall, Stifler. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. This one, he's just actually. You want another? You want a good movie where he was not Stifler, bulletproof monk. That, and I, I thought you were honestly going to go. And there's such a weird one, dude. What the hell is it? Southland Tales. I haven't seen. Yeah, that dude. You got to be on drugs to even understand what the fuck's going on <laughs> in that movie. And I didn't know what the fuck was going on in that movie. So like. It has the yeah rocks in it. Sean William Scott, dude. Like, there's a fuck ton of like big actors. I don't know. Anyways, okay. Uh, yeah, so the exterior of Mrs. Luton's house was built in five days. The residents of Vancouver didn't want the filmmakers to blow it up as they thought it was a nice house. Hmm. Nice. And no, Brody, I have not yet, but I want to. Directed Brody. by Fred Durst. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came out last year, two years ago, two years yeah. ago, and Fred Durst's directorial debut. And they better director John- than a songwriter. Yeah, uh, yeah kind of. He got he gets uh, John Travolta. So yep, John Travolta is the Dev Devin Sawa uh, obsessed. Yep. And you I get don't know, John Devin Travolta. Battleground Earth. He doesn't exactly have uh, high quality standards. Yeah, but he's got some good ones under him too. So you know, <laughs> whatever, dude. It's like Nick Cage, man. We just accept. It. <laughs> don't, you, don't you talk bad about Nick Cage? I oh. fucking love Nick Cage, dude, and I cannot wait for his. He's a, he is a national treasure. He it is. looks like that. Uh, 
Brandon's unboxing video is just of that uh, hashtag rigged AF mask that he won on the last uh, <laughs> raffle. Uh, so it's 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 just it's just his filthy winnings of a predetermined fucking raffle. That's all. That's uh, funny. And I can say okay. that because every single person that buys Lance's raffles are people from Project Louder. So I'm not gonna feel bad about giving them shit. So <laughs> again, if it wasn't Brandon Lane and Corey Coffin that win everyone, I you could convince me otherwise. But it's those two fuckers, and I think it's I just feel who Dale gets the money won as well, too, right? Yeah. yeah, Dale and Corey both won in that double yeah, draw. Yeah, and yeah, that mask ended up in my fucking office, and I had to pay for it. It's sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, like so fucking bandits. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. The, okay. Continue on. The shot of Alex's bedside clock, which fades in from one one o'clock a.m. to one eighty, took five days to get correct. Five days to do that one digital <laughs> shot. Really? Yeah. Got a really very, that was like a. I mean, it was like a quick two second thing. You think they could have got that right? Like the whole scene transition, or just the clock? It just says the clock. Yeah, I guess we're talking too. I don't know. Yeah, okay, I'll accept it. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm sorry, I'm just laughing at Brody's comment there. <laughs> What's that? Oh, <laughs> sorry, Brody. Stir the pot. Okay, oh. uh, much of the news footage shown is actual footage from the July 1996 explosion and crash of TWA Flight 800 off Long Island, New York. Oh no, shit. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Not nice. <laughs> I shouldn't. Uh, not only does it borrow footage from the crash, it also borrows other things as well. The July 17th, 96 flight was carrying a high school French club. It exploded suddenly and was investigated for a possible deliberate act causing the accident. First, it was blamed on a bomb, then a surface-to-air missile. And as with this film, it was ultimately decided that the crash was a result of mechanical failure. Uh, I think Bill Shatner has something else to say about that. It's on the wing, Chad. Oh, the gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> Shatner and um, John Lithgow in the movie. Yeah, okay, yeah. Lithgow. Uh, uh, Clear's cabin is the same cabin used in Lake Placid in 1999. Oh, really? Good old Betty White. Oh, Lake yeah. Placid might be a, a superior movie. Uh, is that a I Steve Miner? Is that a Steve Miner film? It is Steve Miner. And then it was also composed by. Same guy who did Halloween H2O. Fuck. I couldn't help you there, buddy. <laughs> oh, God, I know. He also did Cruel Intentions. Where's Bobby? <laughs> Bobby's taking a test. Keep going and I'll... Uh, yeah. okay. uh, the original casting choices for Alex and Clear were actually Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Oh, fuck. They later appear together two years later in Spider-Man. Don Ottoman. Hmm. That's it. I... I feel like, uh, I don't know. It'd been interesting to see Toby do this role. Hey, Devin Sawa's better in these horror films anyway, Idle Hands. Anyway. Dude, that's all I was thinking about the whole time watching that. I'm like, man, I want to watch Idle Hands, dude. That's another <laughs> one I haven't seen. So, oh, it's so good, dude. I love it. Okay, man, continue on. Cover that one. I'm going fucking Seth. The new. The numerous appearances of 180 in the film refer to the film's original title of Flight 180. New Line decided to rename the film to Final Destination through fear of confusion of other films like Air, Air Force One and Con Air. Would have been very hard to franchise it if they would have went with that original title. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. 180 part two, 180 part three, 180 part five. So it's pretty, yeah, it, it pretty much be like how Microsoft names their yeah. systems. They're just like, we're just, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys have both seen uh, Dogma, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like a million times. Okay. Yeah. Tell me I'm not the only one that anytime anybody says Con Air, you want to say Con Air? Con shit. <laughs> dude it's so funny you mentioned dogma the other day because the song candy girl came on the radio and every time that song comes on how can you not think of selma hayek dancing with fucking pigtails dude it's just oh, like yeah. instantaneous and you start doing the little silent bob like <laughs> but oh. by the way i do happen to share a birthday with miss selma hayek do you really i do Gosh, and Keanu Reeves. She is a smoke show in her 50s, dude. Yeah. Okay, continuing on. Uh, this one Gil Hunter. Shout out to Matt Sterling. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> this one actually has the shortest opening disaster of the entire franchise. The plane crash only lasts two I minutes. I can believe that, dude, because the second one is definitely... It's long and intense. Mm. Just like your sex DJ. life was the final like destination Bobby, movie, Bobby, which was intense. Yeah. Log and intense. <laughs> uh, when the students are boarding the airplane, Alex looks down from the jetway and sees a luggage cart with the number 666 on it. Le number with the hmm. I liked when he looked out at the wing. I wanted to see the gremlin out there. But... Hey, uh, does his angle change when he moves closer and they show the wing again extending? <laughs> it might. Because then it shows a completely different angle when he looks out the window again uh, completely yeah, because when it comes back it doesn't it like kind of show an upward like where he's a little bit more sweaty yeah i'm just saying he after he moves closer i feel like it's the same shot as whenever he's in the back of the plane looking at the wing that's all i'm saying hmm. I, I just feel like it's just uh, zoomed in that's all okay i'd have to uh a little thing watch that area and I, it might be a continuity thing who knows fair enough Okay, so in the film, Todd's name is spelled with one D instead of the traditional spelling of two, because in German, Todd, T-O-D, means death. Oh, nice. Okay. There's a lot of foreshadowing in this movie that I, it, like, there's pages and pages of different things, like, in the backgrounds of people's death scenes that foreshadow their death, like, moments before it actually happens. See, what I took as pretty much if you hear John Denver before you do anything, yep. you just should not do that thing. Yeah, and you know yeah, why they picked know John Denver? You know why they picked John Denver's music for this? Well, yeah, he the, died in a plane crash. That's why he sat on the toilet. Which I'm glad that. Okay, can I bring that up for a second? That you, there's two different scenes of shitting in this fucking movie. Happens to the best of us, brother. <laughs> Not only that, but there's tandem shitting. What? what there's what? Shitting right oh, tandem. Yes, the overhead tandem shits. Yes. I mean, as weird of a scene that is, right beforehand, that kid does make some sense. Do you really want to be yeah. stuck on a plane ride all the way to fucking Paris? And, and yes, Jan, that is why the sign says that hits him says 180. My wife actually pointed that out, and I didn't even notice it. Aha, uh -huh, yes. <laughs> okay. Wait, oh, I guess I didn't notice that either, dude. I'm going to have to really look at that shit again. As many times as I've seen that. No shit. And the way the way the end going, you knew somebody was it was going to come back around to somebody. Well, it's that perfect two thousands like whoop, for that one last like, <gasps> you know, you got to have it. 
Okay, considering the, his extensive knowledge of Death's design and how it works, many Final Destination fans have theorized that William Bloodworth is the human personification of Death, or at least some kind of representative for Death. However, both Tony Todd himself and the Final Destination producers have denied that being true, so for the purposes of this theory, Bloodworth is just a human being with no known connection to Death itself. I think he is just a funeral director that has seen a lot of shit. Yep. And he just is kind of on the up and up of he knows what's going on. Fair enough. I mean, he is Tony Todd. I mean, that was actually one of my questions was, is he death? And then, you know, that answered it for me. I liked how he just, he didn't even ask why these kids were there. And I think, I think Dr. Dr. Deckard is death. Uh, just just <laughs> ah. so you know. Mm. Yes, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, when Alex is sitting in his bedroom, it says reading a magazine, but... It wasn't Pals. really that. Interested. It wasn't really that interested in the in the articles. Uh, an owl lands on the tree branch outside the window. In many cultures, owls are viewed as omens of death. Huh. All right. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the last episode of Super, Somewhat Supernatural, where they talked about the the lechuza, the witch owl of Mexico. Mm. Nice. Well, they mentioned the same fact that Chad just spewed out. All right. Mm. Sweet. Little uh, little crossover information there. What's up? Ah! <laughs> the film was released before September 11th, 2001. Obviously, if the film had been released uh-huh. after, the flight would have been canceled and never departed after the survivors. Let's went off just the say it would have been in the no fly zone. Boom, boom. And yeah, it, you got to really think about that, dude, because even I was thinking about that. I was like, dude, there's no way in fuck that yep. ever would have ever. Like, as soon as somebody screamed that, they're like, all right, everybody. Oh, yeah, TSA agents would have had him in cuffs and this flight would have been shut down. Yeah, the amount of times that the FBI agents let Devin Sawa go for like, I mean, granted, I know they say they can't hold him, but like. That guy was more of a red herring than red herring. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Good old pup named Scooby-Doo reference. I like it. You know, poor red herring. That guy literally never did anything. Always got blamed by Fred. So you got to ask, like, was he always just pissed off at Fred because of that? Did that start that way? Or was he a dick first? Just, you know what I mean? Like Freddie made red herring a dick. <laughs> I think Freddie made red herring a dick because he's all preppy. He's. Yeah. Ah, good old pup named Scooby-Doo. Love it. I still like 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo better. Oh, my God, dude. I forgot about that series. How could you forget? Vincent Price was in it. I heard there's an episode where Scooby-Doo and Ricky Gervais uh, interact. So that might take the cake. For some reason, I always just think about, I always remember the fucking Mama Cass episode, and I don't know why. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) I'm just like, why fucking, like, Batman and Robin, awesome, but like fucking Mama Cass, dude. Like, what? what? Why? Mama Cass, the Three Stooges, but it wasn't like the real Three Stooges. It was like the cartoon Three Stooges. Listen, the best crossover, hands down, and I think we could probably all agree, maybe not, was Johnny Bravo. So. (laughs) God damn, I'll put it. (laughs) <laughs> don't worry i don't bite does she Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking good old johnny Brown. okay um carter's car is a 1971 chevy nova ss no go mm. no go this is a good looking car the original plan would have death as a much more obvious entity in the film as it was in Todd's death, with Todd seeing a shadow in the mirror and the water running back into the toilet to cover its tracks. You actually saw that in the uh, 
reflected in the teapot too. But after Todd's death, it was decided to have death, uh, the death simply as accidents. Which I kind of like better. Like, I, I don't know if I necessarily needed the creepy, like, mist in the background or whatever. But I agree. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't know. I mean, it didn't necessarily add anything to it, I guess. Like, it gave him just a reason to be like, oh, nothing's there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it made it more effective not seeing anything. Okay, there's also an alternate ending filmed where Alex Browning gets decapitated by a stray rudder from a downed police helicopter. Damn. And the DVD and it holy the fuck. DVD also features the following deleted scenes: a love scene between Alex and Clear on the beach, a pregnancy test which reveals that Clear is pregnant from having a sex with Alex, and a third ending where Alex is electrocuted and dies after having their child. Clear has the gift of seeing death before it happens, and Carter also survived. Weird. So in every other ending, in every other ending except for the theatrical one, the one that we saw, Alex died. But like, and spoilers, I guess, even though we've already talked about it, but he's dead in the second one. Does he? I haven't seen it, so. I'm pretty sure, dude, it's been a while, but I swear to God, because that's why I thought Clear was the main character. Unless he just goes into hiding like super deep. Uh-oh. You over all right over there? <laughs> oh, as the train plows through. <laughs> I mean, I didn't to be fair, Tyler, I did not notice, but if I was in that situation, I probably would have had a lot of piss on my pants, too. Well, I think all of them. Boy. And Brody's question, which celebrity would we like to see collab with Scooby-Doo? I mean, he already did it with The Undertaker, and I haven't watched that one, but I do want to watch it, so. Hmm. Chad's already came to life with the supernatural crossover. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good one, actually. Um, I like that a lot. Chris, Chris Farley. Or no, Freddie Mercury. How about somebody that's not dead? I uh, know, because then that actually makes my pick cool. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I get. Hmm. You can't tell me that a Queen uh, Scooby Doo episode wouldn't be cool as fuck. That would be amazing. Like somebody steals Brian Maid's guitar and they gotta go find it. It'd be fucking rad. The best part Charlie would be is like there you go. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen yeah. <laughs> gets high on coke, steals Brian Maid's guitar before a uh, fucking tiger concert. Charlie Sheen's the villain. <laughs> so they gotta go find Charlie Sheen who ran away with a couple. Wait, wait, wait. So if Charlie Sheen oh is the guy behind the mask, what's his what's his ghost? What's his deep or what is his villain character? A Coke goblin. He's a Coke goblin? <laughs> yes. So he's got a giant fucking nose. And he's just white end. And he's just running around. He's the Coke goblin. And he's just like banging all these whores. And he's just is he like, fucking. Is he super jittery like the Flash? Well, yeah, because like he's on Coke like all the fucking... time. He, all has, right, so... he has hashtag tiger blood. And he's the <laughs> Coke goblin. And it's Gooby Doo's got to fly Brian May's guitar so Freddie Mercury and Queen can perform. Oh my God, that's great. <laughs> You may have sold. Wait, okay, okay. So that's Charlie Sheen. Guys, it's Emilio Estevez. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, turn it on your brother. Holy fuck! <laughs> so wait, but who's going after? 
was the Mighty Ducks guy. <laughs> who's going after Charlie Sheen? Like, why? Who's helping Scooby Doo? Or is it just that? It's the, the Scooby of the gang, and then it's the rest of Brian Queen. May. <laughs> Brian May. Brian May. Okay. <laughs> holy fuck dude that'd be uh you know what i guess if we're gonna have to go with dead celebrity i'm gonna have to go with phil hartman i think he would be a good one with scooby-doo i don't know why but he's always a classic man anyways chad what else we got anything good that, that's everything buddy that's everything okay all like right I said, I cut out all the stuff where it talked about the uh the foreshadowing and everybody's deaths word there's quite a bit of it so I guess before we get into big questions, uh, we should note that we've already stated that this is a movie that you just can't look too deep into, I guess. But my question, I don't think looks terribly deep. But gentlemen, how long was he in that cabin for? Like, did it give a time segment of like how long he was specific? Because he went, they, they dropped him off. And the next fucking scene after he's duct taping stuff, which I figured was kind of immediately because he's setting up the cabin, he's eating fucking cat food. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Is it cat food? I, dude, I. No, it's, it's supposed it. To, it was supposed to be like some kind of. Um, I thought it was pudding. chicken or something. No, no, no. It's it's like some kind of deviled ham chicken kind of thing. I got like oh. I, I know what it is, but I'm guessing the reason he was eating that was because it was safe. Like I don't think he could really yeah. choke on it. Uh, well, he, he, it was ready to eat. All he had to do is open a can, but he also right. put gloves on so he didn't cut his hand. Correct. But like, dude, I swear to God, God, that literally looks like the fucking wet cat food container because like those little fucking cans. Yeah, but you like, know what? The, you know what they actually used for that scene? Mashed up bananas. Well, it looked gross. So either way, <laughs> I did not. Ugh. Just look disgusting, and <clears throat> going along with that. <laughs> not wrong. Yeah, right. Um, going farther into that scene, like the door opens and he's like, "Hold up, hmm. hold up, hold up, Chad." I know yes. it's a nervous tick, but quit sl- slamming your leg down. It's shaking Sorry. your microphone, and I can hear it. <laughs> is that what that is? I thought somebody was Sorry, knocking. Restless leg syndrome. <laughs> so yeah, I'm so happy somebody else heard it. I was like. Who's knocking? And then I'm Dude, looking at I was Chad's microphone and it's going like this. And I'm like, oh. I was making sure like I wasn't hitting the thing. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is that? Okay. Uh, so, okay, going back to that scene where he's in the cabin and uh, he's like calling out death and whatever. And then he sees like the vision to see clear. Don't call now, her clear. That's not her fucking name. It's her name clear. Is, it's clear. I don't give a fuck what IMDb says. You know what? It's not even that. I watched this bitch with subtitles, and after the fifth time it popped up, I had to stop the movie to go check the internet to be like, wait, is her name clear, or is subtitles just fucked up? And nope, that's her name, and I, I just don't like it. I oh, like Claire. I, 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 in a deleted scene from the second film, her brother, Muddy Waters, uh, he oh, uh, shows up and tries to save her. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. Dad joke's extreme. <laughs> perfect but no so like i guess did death why did death seem to wait so long for to try to go after claire like could it only go after hit like her until he recognized it almost or like i don't know it just seemed like a weird like he was like he figured out he's like oh 
I'm not next. And then that's when death decided to go after. And I granted that he sees everything before it goes down, but like, it's what it's almost like death, like kind of forgot that Claire was next too. Well, you know, death is a busy dude. You know, he's got other things to do too. He's like, you know, I'll get there. I'll get there. Right. You know how exhausting chasing Betty White every day is. And Betty White literally is just like, I think you have it the other way around. Betty White's chasing him off the shotgun. Not this time. Okay. fucker. Yeah. Have you ever seen the end of the, uh, aforementioned Lake Placid? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. she, she's been feeding and raising this fucking alligator. That's where the, that's where the husband went. Yeah. Oh my God. Her, I love her, lines, her lines in that movie are pure gold. And I, yeah, she says it so nonchalantly with the smile. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. No, You're all cocksuckers. Yeah. I knew it when you got here. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck anybody that doesn't like that movie dude <laughs> fuck on that. So, so let's see i think that was my last question dude was the cat food one because well i'm about to ask a whole lot more what format did you watch it in and how was the quality i watched it DVD, on- and okay. it was actually pretty surprisingly good because you know like i said it's it's bare bones so it just has two movies on it nice no extras yeah uh i watched it on prime and it was hd not 4k unfortunately but prime as well yes and it was crisp the audio was clear Mm. yeah this this the dvd is actually surprisingly really good do show the movie oh dude carter you dick yeah (laughs) he's a cocksucker that's my favorite line in that whole movie dude he says like three times he's carter you dick (laughs) ah poor sean william scott Favorite death? Mm. TJ, that's not cranberry sauce. It's not cranberry sauce. Mm. I missed it. I miss our soundboard. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say it's a tie for me, dude. Sean William Scott's death was great, but I feel like I almost want to go with the elongated, like when Todd died, just because like how fucked up that was. And just like his eyes fucking like getting clouded over with the blood and everything was just fucking awesome looking. And I would have to say the teacher, the teacher one was just because it was all a setup to make Devin Sawa look like he fucking did it. It was awesome. I just want to know what the fuck she had in that vodka bottle because that was some strong ass fucking shit. Let me just say <laughs> that was like straight kerosene, dude. That thing lit. <laughs> Like that was even stronger than 151, man. Like it was a straight up moonshine. Yeah, I think I I want to go with Stifler's, but you know, just the quick sudden death of the Bond girl just hitting from getting hit by the bus from out of nowhere. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Pretty so, effective for 2000. My wife brought up a good point during that. She's like, uh, wouldn't you think you could hear the bus coming? Cause you know, they're pretty loud, but I'm like, yo, if you're in an argument. And yeah. you're dealing with the fact that like everybody you knew just died. And you're I'm screaming. Like, right. Like you're pissed off at your boyfriend because they're fighting. I'm like, you know, there's just shit going on you just don't pay attention to. And that's why it happened. Like or almost happened twice, actually. Mm-hmm. But so I think this the use of the bus the second time is pretty fucking rad because it's like a chain reaction type thing. Right. And then you, that's when you notice Clear's got the Claire. Whatever, Jill Maybe Valentine. Just spelled that way and, and pronounced Claire. I have no idea. Jill Valentine. Um, yeah, yes, she was. Or no, she was Redfield. Yep. Yeah, Claire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Claire Redfield. Yeah. <laughs> just watch Claire your man. mouth, son. Yeah, I was thinking, wait, <laughs> Jill Valentine. I'm like, no, wait, that was Apocalypse. That was a fucking different movie. 
Hey, at least you corrected yourself. I did. Yes. Uh, Resident Evil 8 looks delicious. Even oh. Bobby shared it. That's how delicious it looked. Nine foot titty vampire, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Cam- Cameron has just been going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Double chin Kai. Kaijin. <laughs> Double chin, double chin kaijin. I gotta write that down. Kaijin means outsider, so it's mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's great. I love it. <laughs> so uh best scene, gentlemen. Easy. The fucking plane explosion. Yeah. That whole opening sequence. Mm-hmm. I think these, that's the highlight of all of these films, honestly. Right. They set you up a really high bar and then they just kind of like let you follow the rest of the remainders after the fact. Because it's always a, a high budget, big sequence. But it does. And it's, but this movie has great like setup for fucking just. So we got like, ugh, like what's going to happen? Airplane, <laughs> logging truck, roller coaster, NASCAR. What's the fifth one? Oh, NASCAR, huh? Yeah. I remember the roller coaster because that was the 3D one, right? I, and like I said, I haven't seen four and five. Chad, you don't know what five is? Never seen it. Okay. I don't know shit about five, mm-hmm. so. 2009. Yeah, dude. Oh, sorry. I mean, uh, I mean, the plane to the log truck is definitely like, I feel topples the plane truck scene, though. Like the plane scene is fucking like, will definitely put that little bit of fear. Like, you know, I don't really want to go on that anymore. <laughs> oh, a bridge collapse. Oh, Huh. All right. Okay, and it ends two weeks later. Sam and Molly board a plane to Paris. Before taking their seats, they notice a flight between a fight between Carter Horton and Alex Browning, who are both removed from the plane with Mrs. Luton and other students, revealing that the plane they are boarding is Flight Air uh, Flight One Eighty. Upon takeoff, Sam overhears Alex's vision of a flight attendant's conversation with a passenger. When he realizes it's too late for him and Molly to escape, both of them perish along with everyone else on the plane. And the explosion that follows at Roy's memorial, Nathan learns from a coworker about Roy's autopsy and discovery of his brain aneurysm that would have resulted in his death anyway. As the worker leaves the bar, the landing gear from the plane breaks through the roof and crushes Nathan, setting off the events of the first four films. Oh, okay. So yes, the fifth one was the one where like they figured out like you could fuck the plan up if you killed somebody or something, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like reading about it. I haven't like I said, I haven't watched it, but yeah, and then like they go to kill somebody, but then that dude actually he was already dead essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Huh. Well, that's cool that it goes full circle. I love how it looks like Chad's in the 90s and he's like webcaming us right now. There he goes. His connection dropped and it looked honestly like a screen cap from like early uh dial-up days. Yes. Fucking rad. So Chad do, needs to do the uh the Yuma Yuma guy. The what? Yada he, yada ha. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he totally has that look right now with the lighting and stuff. I have no it's, idea what you're talking about. You never, oh my God. You, you've, have you ever seen the South Park episode where all the internet people fight? Hmm. With like Chocolate Rain. He, Chocolate Rain was even on there, dude. And he fights the fucking like, he fights the fucking uh, Afro Samurai guy that like flips and like falls. So and, we kind oh. of answered the next question. Opening scene? Oh, yeah. yeah. Seeing it was our favorite scene, I would say definitely yes. So, uh, who rivals Bev D and who has the nicest cock? <laughs> She's no better. Nobody rivals uh, Bev D. I mean, no Bev D. This definitely takes me back to a nice 2000s era because that's when I was. Uh, Claire's up, so. pretty stunning. 
Yeah, I like I like Claire. Uh, I'm going to say brunette Claire, actually. And I say uh, Sawa after his acne cleared up. And maybe if he cut his hair a little different. Yeah. Uh, I got to go with Stifler. You got to get the Stiffmeister. I'm going to go with, you know what? Actually, I'm going to go with Todd. He seemed like that uh, suave debonair best friend that like always knew kind of how to handle the situation best. So, yeah. yeah. Todd and clear. <laughs> clear. I hate that <laughs> fucking day, dude. Uh, did this have a score? Yeah, did uh, it? Yeah. Um, it had audio metal. Yeah. Huh? It had like 2000 yeah, 90s metal and shit. Yeah, true. True that. Best song, if you guys can remember a specific one. Oh my god, dude. The I one that was is... playing on the one that was playing on Dickhead's car. Wasn't Nine Inch right. Nails he was playing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it, okay. it says the, the title of the movie in it. Yeah, it was a pretty cool song. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I'm about to go with that. Okay. Oh, yeah. So favorite character. Devin Sawa. Yeah. I do like when he goes crazy in the cabin. Like it's such a random thing, but I love it's a it. good scene. It is. He acts it extremely well. I think he he acts this entire film extremely well. I uh that's that's why I need to see him in his roles that he's done the last few years, especially now that he's come back to horror. Like I really gotta check that shit out. I I just want to point out I I really love the scene where when he's going crazy in the cabin <laughs> and he thinks he has everything, he picks up that fish hook and he's like oh tetanus you almost got me yeah, right <laughs> that was, a, that was I, I was hoping that would be a blood hook reference but now yeah. people aren't that hip bro imagine if he pulled out the big lure and he's like ah oh. <laughs> what about that you guys ever watch fall break yeah right <laughs> <laughs> then bev d comes jogging up looking for dick yeah. yes yes <laughs> I like that that's a part of the notes, by the way, that she's no Bev D. Yeah. I'm going to change it. That's going to be in the notes forever now. Thank, thank you for that. Uh, so was it scary? I'm going to say... Uh, uh, if the topic of death bothers you, absolutely. I'm going to say unsettling. It can definitely make you paranoid about things around you, yeah. Especially if you probably watch these in a series, unless they just get really that bad to where it's just like, all right, these are just a joke at this point, but Tyler seems to like the fifth one. So I think just the way it ties in is pretty fucking rad in the fifth one, but that's always a good thing. Yeah. Again, it was a beaten horse franchise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So does it hold up today? Uh, no, only because of CGI. That CGI wasn't terrible. I was gonna say I, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't think it's bad. Oh, it's yeah, not I, bad, but I think the CGI in some scenes doesn't hold up, especially the scene like uh, when Stifler dies, the way like the way the body falls and everything, and then like the just the whole effect. I feel like wasn't the best. See, I figured that was. I thought that was practical. His body, really. I just it felt. Like I it. felt like it really like was over the top. The fall. Maybe. Uh, I mean, it, it definitely it was kind of like a chicken's thing. But like then the again, I have no reference for that type of situation with the plane with the train going past you really quickly yeah. and the airspeed, and then also that coupled with the fact that he just got hit with something really fast. Right. Not even a full de- decapitation, but like right through the fucking mouth. I uh, like the like the shovel nice. kill and hatchet. Yes, it's always it's always nice when it just misses the neck and it's just right in the middle. Of the we do hatchet too this year. I yes, believe so. Okay. 
And there's also an identical kill in uh, the My Bloody Valentine remake, which, which will be coming up. next month. Yeah. Dude, Hatchet 2 it. has one of my favorite fucking kills of any movie. Are you oh, sure? Please tell, me it's, please tell me it's the doggy style decapitation. Oh, dude, of course, man. Like, that was fucking hilarious. And you see it a mile away, but it doesn't matter, oh, dude. Yeah, no, I cannot yeah. wait. Yes, yes. Just starts bucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love it. Acting good or bad. I thought it was pretty I good. It was pretty good. Yeah. I don't think it was like super hammed in or anything like that. Cinematography. I think the film was shot exceptionally well. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, it did a really good job showing you the locations because it, it kind of had to because it had to show these kind of uh, crazy contraptions and, uh, and just the close ups of all the potential things that you think could happen. Yeah. Like I definitely like that, especially like uh, referencing Todd's death. Like you see the water coming in, and then you see him like fucking with the razor, and you're like, mm-hmm. and he puts that down, then he picks up the fucking he touches the radio. Well, yeah, was he? No, he picks up the like the nose tweezers, and then you're like, no, and then he puts that down. Yeah, it touches the radio, fucking unplugs that. And like, I don't know. I just liked all the like cut-ins and everything like that, dude. It, it just made it. Yeah, that whole scene, intense. Steph, Steph was like, I did not see him going out that way. No, no dude, they definitely are just like, is it this, huh? Is it this? They did, they did the same thing. Red herrings. Oh, absolutely. But it's cool, dude. Like it just makes it that much more intense. Yeah, but then it kind of kills it for any time they do it afterwards. Yeah, I mean, like it's like a one and done type thing. I feel they it worked for the teacher, but I, they just still didn't do it for everybody. Like they didn't do it for the girl with the boss. They didn't do it for Stifler. Like yeah, they gave him like the the visions but they didn't go like so far into like oh it could potentially this or that it's just yeah. like fair enough so yeah they did it they did it well premise absolutely fucking rad mm-hmm. as shit yeah would have been cool as an x-file episode but i'm glad we got it as a full movie gave us a franchise this is a uh rewind yeah yeah i don't need to remake this and if you remade would, it, it would, things would be uh, way different. Like it, I, I, I had to rewind, but I would also like to see like a almost like a done. television series continuation. You know. Ooh. Okay. Would you like to see it with Devin Sawa now? Like if he still was like, like he? No, just no, 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 no. Just completely. That'd no, be fucking awesome. It shows him in the cabin, and he's just right. Like, oh. like I just want to see him go like super rogue, and then like decide to finally try to come back to society or some bullshit. Like That'd I don't know. Interesting, actually. Because like. Everybody says he's, I mean, it's like Terminator I, Dark Fate. They go to him in the cabin and they're like, uh, death's coming after. He's like, why the fuck are you here then? Like, I'm hiding from it. Right. He's just in a full, like, it's all just bubble wrap everywhere. <laughs> he's uh, all places he's just, to be trapped, like in Halloween 2018. Or he's been killing people ever since that event to try to continue to escape death. So he's become a serial killer, been on the run. There you go. Dude, that's <laughs> fucking tying right there. Because now you're going fucking. Woo, that's a head fucking turner. I like it. All right. So oh, announce oh, next dude. episode, and that is that would be two thousand rhymes. The hills run red. Uh, this is my pick, and I have been bugged by a friend of mine who loves horror for the last fucking ten years to watch this movie. So I'm finally doing it. And, I never uh, watched it. 
Me neither. I haven't either. I do know uh, Mr. Sure. Brody Kane has watched it, and he fucking loves it. Uh-huh. Uh, let me check. I know it's all on like YouTube and Voodoo and all that stuff for rent, but let me check Shutter here. I think it might have been on that. Pull it up. Or it was on Hulu. It was on Hulu for a hot minute. Check Tubi. It might be on there. Mm, let's see here. But yeah, it's a nice little slasher movie from what I've uh, from the little bit I've seen, and uh, I'm excited. And the mask looks fucking sweet, dude. Let's see the hills run red. I don't know if that's on Shutter. <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh at the picture TJ sent in the group chat. <laughs> nope, they got the hills have eyes one and two. No hills ever. Oh. God damn it. Sweet. But but like the hills, said, the hills Run Red is a 1966 spaghetti western directed by Carl Lazzani. The film stars Tom. <laughs> that's the that's the film I'm I'm watching. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I don't think that you got yeah. I'm literally going to watch that film now. You guys aren't specifying. It wasn't specified. So we're doing 1966's The the Hills Run Red. I'm not going to lie. That sounds like a sweet Patreon (laughs) episode right there, dude. And I think we should do that. I wonder if this is one of those uh, Italian uh, Western films, Chad. That's usually what Spaghetti Western means. Yep. It's Italy and Spain. And it's a Dino De Laurentiis film. So I had this discussion with uh, randomly enough not too long ago, but... He kept calling uh, Japanese Westerns spaghetti Westerns. And I'm like, that wouldn't make any sense, dude. And he's like, no, that's what I heard him call. I'm like, no, I'm like, spaghetti's Italian, dude. Like they, they got to be from fucking Italy. Yep. And we looked up and apparently Japanese Westerns are just called macaroni. Westerns. A lot of the Jallo <laughs> actors you see. In films yeah, I don't fucking know, dude. From the early seventies, you'll see in these uh, Western films as well. Yeah. That means they're probably in a good many of uh, Clint Eastwood's because he did a lot of spaghettis. Uh, uh, won't she do a couple of spaghetti westerns? Uh, uh, what is it? The fist? What is the fistful one? What is that? Fistful uh, of dollars. I believe that uh, that's an Italian production, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's a lot of Gallo actors in that. A lot. So yeah, yeah and I think Fulci did do one. Even no, Argento not- did a comedy film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. So uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I am very excited. Obviously, next week we're going to be doing our Valentines. Hey, we never did a rating, motherfuckers. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah. Oh, Who shit. Who has the calculator? I don't have my phone with me today. Calculator. Uh, Hold on. I got one. You got one? Okay. All so, right. Bobby yeah. is a four and a half. Wow. All right. That is what he said, right? I know. Bo- yeah. Yes. Brody was 3.8. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm doing a. a Brody yeah. Uh, I'm doing a three. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go three and a half, bud. And the Dark Lord. Okay, the three point five. Okay, not bad for a first viewing. Okay, I feel that's gonna be an average of like three point six eight. Boom, fucking solid. Wow, Brody called that one, didn't he? Nice. You know, I'm yeah. sure up to three. I run up to three point seven. There you go. Three point seven. That, I like that's it. Very fair. Not bad. Not bad. So yeah, so next week, obviously, we said Hills Run Red, and then we're gonna have our awesome Valentine's episode after that. Oh, I'm excited for that one. That's. I'm I'm excited for that one, but I'm actually more excited for the one even after that. And I know that's TJ's pick. That's going to be like our first kid-friendly episode. I love that movie so much. Is it Monster Squad? Yeah, buddy. Wolfman's got nards. (sighs) Fucking A. What does the fucking little girl call her brother? 
Is it chicken shits? No. What the fuck is it? <laughs> dude, it's I, whatever it is, dude. It just makes me geek out every fucking time. It's been a hot minute since I've seen it. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, I think other than that, we got anything else, gentlemen? I'm, I mean, I'm tapped out pretty much. On I, that. Yeah, I'm, I got nothing. I got nothing. It's uh, it's been a pretty light uh, day so far as news and everything. Yep. You know, obviously, we we're talking about Resident Evil 8 and the big titty vampire. Uh, yeah, look. Yes. I was going to say, uh, look forward to the bloody, disgusting uh, article on Final Destination in about three hours. I watched Nosferatu in Venice this week. That was pretty fucking cool. Uh, Nosferatu in Venice. It's uh, the second to last film that Klaus Kinski did before his death. It is a pseudo sequel to. Uh, Werner Herzog's Nosferatu that Klaus uh, played Nosferatu in originally. Uh, it's it's a really well shot film, and that's all I'll say about it. All right. <laughs> all right. I'll take uh, it. Klaus is exactly what you think he is in the film, and he's over the he, he's over the top. He plays Nosferatu. It's just it's a long sweaty ball dragger, and that's. <laughs> oh man. That sounds terrible. TJ, I watched one of your favorites over the weekend, buddy. What was that? I was home on Friday night. The the wife was out with her family at uh, playing cards and stuff. So I watched Predator 2. Fucking A. Ooh, nice. And scene still pop you? I still, like, I still didn't, I forgot how much of a cop movie this is more than anything. Right? It's so good. All I know is, man. If, if you could be in the coldest area and you watch this movie, dude, and you're just sweating like Danny Glover. I don't know why. Yep, right? You're like, it's so balls. <laughs> Although I did notice a couple things, like the one scene in particular when they're in the slaughterhouse and they turn the sprinklers on and the predator is trying to turn on his uh, invisibility and it's not working. Like, mm-hmm. that is a really, really bad green screen shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, is that where he is that the scene that he ends up uh is it or does the, the predator's cloaking thing just doesn't handle it that well? Oh no, it's a really bad green screen. Oh, you, God like, damn he, it. It's bad, it's bad. <laughs> I tried, okay. <laughs> Dude, Predator 2 is great. It, it is. is. It really is. It's not get the love it should. I mean, come on, it's got uh freaking old damn in it, dude. Fucking oh, it's so good. Axton, Bill Danny Glover, uh yeah, um, you you get a nice zoom in shot of some titties in a window from a porn star. <laughs> I remember watching that with. I remember uh, my old man let me. Dude, you don't just get titties. You get one bush too. I know. And I was seven when I first saw that, and my old man <laughs> didn't want me to allow me. It was him and I. My mom went out to the movies with her friends, and we rented Predator One and Two because he's like, "Oh, you got to watch the first one. It's great." And. uh he fell asleep a little bit. He woke up. I started watching Predator Two, and somehow he was passed out right until that scene came up, and he was just like, "What the hell? You can't be watching this!" And I'm like, yeah, I <laughs> he thought I was watching like Skinamax or something. I'm like, "No, it's still Predator 2. He's Fair like, enough. "I don't remember that scene." <laughs> so like, we'll yeah. end on that note, and that is where John's love for trip clubs began. So until next <laughs> week, guys. This is your host with the motherfucking most with the Gormore podcast saying, see you next week. Bye-bye. This is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Christmas sing. See you next time, bitches. This is your fluffy fuzzy Big Johnny D saying, see you later, Gorehounds. <laughs>